William George Trix. Yeah, uh, became known as Wilf Twix by a bunch of punks from Mansfield and Nottingham. I used to listen to the radio a lot as a kid um, and ended up being awake at night listening to the John Peel show and I think the first thing that really struck me was the first tune was um, Something Better Chains for Stranglers and that was great, liked it. And then I heard No More Heroes and after that I was, you know, I was all over it. I think that was, um, that would have been 78 or 79, either late 78, early 79. My first, going out dressed properly as a punk rock, punk rocker, was going to the Rosencastle and it was a Friday night and I'd made myself a pair of punk rock jeans, I'd put zips in our coats, like long zips, uh, they were skin tight and I zipped myself into them. I used to pull all my leg hairs out, hairs out as well when I was doing them up and it hurt to walk. But yeah, and I had an old rucksack from when I was doing climbing as a kid and I took bits off of that that I didn't need on the rucksack anymore and sewed that onto my trousers and, and that was it really. Yeah, but yeah, I never went out and bought anything punk rock, it was always that and I had an old PVC flying jacket and I wore that. A couple of times bleached my hair but I only ever dyed it once. Never really was that fussed by it. My hair was sort of black anyway so I didn't have to really dye it to look extreme. And I did soap up a lot. I had various hairstyles. A couple of Mohicans, two Mohicans. I had horns at one point which was two Mohicans that had been sort of whittled down. Um, but yeah, mainly just spiky hair, sometimes totally shaved all over. The top notch was a, a bar of pear soap, which was uh, good stuff. And you'd leave that soaking, soaking in a bowl of warm water for a day or so. And all the gel from that, you'd use that to spike your hair. Um, and sometimes my hair was really long, so I was getting good six, seven inch pike spikes on it. And you talked about the Rosen Castle. What other stuff did you used to do? Where did you used to hang out? Sort of thing? That was, I was 15 when I went there, so I was quite young to be going into a pub and drinking beer, and it was stacked full of punk rockers. Um, that was entertaining. That was probably the only place you could get in regularly uh, into a pub, and especially being underage, it was difficult to get anywhere. Uh, well, under 18, not underage. Um, there was, uh, I went to the Cannon a couple of times, not a lot. Um, and then, really, uh, there was like youth club. Pear Tree Bridge was a, another popular spot. I was always sort of trying to get myself down there. Um, uh, anywhere, really, that would let us in. There was a few places around. There weren't. Uh, there was the local bands. Like, uh, first, well, the first gig I went to, really, I, that was in 81. That was the Warp Sense of Human gig. That's the first proper gig I went to, various bands, but sort of seemed to be a punk and new wave influence um, gig. Although there was um, King Size Keen at the end of it, and I always liked the blues as well, so that was good all round, that gig. But yeah, I sort of see them there and a few other bands in a few other spots. So what was the Warped Sense of Human thing about? Uh, it was a, a local album that was produced um, locally, and uh, it featured a lot of local bands from that time. Um, of various different types. Um, I was sort of punk, a little bit of rockabilly, some sort of new wave, a bit of electronica music, 
um, and some old blues boys as well, which was yeah a good uh, a good mix. It was, yeah, it was good at Woofton, as it was known then, before it was the pits. It was just going to a gig at Woofton. And so I went to, yeah, that was the first real gig I went to, and I think that was 81. Um, and that, that was great. That was bouncing around with a, a room full of punks and a lot of skinheads as well, sort of bouncing around to, to the bands that were on. Yeah, I got along fine with them. Not every one of them, you know, but uh, most of them. I'd sort of, I went to school with uh, a couple of the local... Um, young, younger skinheads of my age um, uh, get along alright with them some of the older old boys are alright there was always you know, violence involved but you know, if you could stay away from it I was sort of quite happy to knock around with them always, there was always you, know, you never knew because they were an unpredictable lot whether they were going to turn around and clout someone they knew and sometimes, occasionally it was me there was um, Exit Dance I saw um, and I see uh, at that uh, at the one in Woofton, I saw ethnic minority and fictitious. Uh, they were there, um, and there was that other band, uh, and a pop two thousand, which I always thought was a bit electronica rather than punk, but you know, down to interpretation. I used to go regular to Bob's Bob's Records on the market. That was always a good spot. Um, it was all mainly, didn't really sell singles, and that was sort of a bit of a punk rock thing, was picking up a load of singles. But that was the record shop in Bletchley, on uh, the bottom of uh, Queensway. I can't remember the name of it when I was there. Every week, you know, when I had a bit of cash, I'd, I'd, well, even when you didn't, you'd go down and have a sneak around with a mate who had a bit of cash, and you could pick something up. And I've still got some of the, some of the records I bought there. Um, and then there was Virgins, you could go into Virgins occasionally, and, Sometimes it'd be a good few tunes there, but yeah, the one in Bletchley was always the one that was the one I bought most of my singles from. You know, I missed out, I, I weren't really anywhere near the, the punk rock when it first started in sort of six, 76, 77. I was only a kid, but I'd sort of see people around who were. Uh, there's one time I was in school in Stantonbury, and uh, there was a there was a lad walked past and our math teacher said if you don't pay attention you'll end up like him um, and I didn't know at the time but it was Tiggles and he had his wild coloured hair and his ridiculous clothes on and I think he had like pink painted boots or something at the time Doc Martins and a couple of us in the class me in particular thought I'd rather end up like that than like me maths teacher and I did but as to, you know, that I missed that first bit of, of sort of punk rock. As I went on to, um, as, I, as I got into punk rock, it was probably early 80s, so that whole thing was different, you know. But I was more of a political-minded person, got into a lot of the bands that were into their politics. It's just stuff that was for sale when you go to gigs. And I ended up going to gigs all over the place. So I ended up in, in St Albans when... I was 15 as well, just going to a gig, just because I happened to bump into someone, a fellow called Bone from Leighton Buzzard, who I oh, spent a couple of days with him knocking around with bands. So, and they were, they were political type bands, not all of them, but a political bands. So Karma Sutra, Government Lies, that sort of band, they were more politically aware and into kind of demos. Also, again, demonstrations, you bump into people as well. Um, I've met some good friends at demonstrations. And spend a lot of time with them, but yeah, so I got into political stuff, and then into skateboarding. They just sort of, you know, was part of the the scene that I bumped into, and 
I sort of, sort of took that skateboarding side of it and brought it a bit back to Milton Keynes. It was um, one of Thatcher's um, uh, unemployed in Thatcher's Britain. I, I left school early, but I didn't do any exams. Had no intention of being quantified or qualified by the system, by the state. Didn't need um, that kind of system um, at the time. And there was the double, so I could sign on instantly. So I signed on and basically had a free reign of uh, doing sort of what I wanted, when I wanted, as long as I did it for no money. I have no qualifications apart from a chainsaw certificate and a driving licence. Uh, my dad never really said anything about it, he wasn't bothered either way, he was a teddy boy so he understood the idea of youth fashion and being a bit rebellious and he was a, you know, a proper teddy boy. You know, after the Second World War I'm sure there was um, stuff that he was, was said to him, he, didn't, he couldn't be bothered to say to me, he used to laugh at me occasionally. Um, and my mum was always a bit concerned but as, you know, she just wanted me to have nice hair and didn't know why I didn't have it cut nicely and, and cut and swept over properly with nice hair. Some people occasionally would usually laugh at me, you know, there was never any hassle from people, it was more just a, what are you doing wearing three pairs of ragged trousers and you know, shoes that had been tied up with bits of string and gaffer tape and ridiculous hats. It was, it was just a bit of a clown really. Although that was never a, a specific type of punk rocker, like I was a bit of a clown, really, a bit of a messy clown. Yeah, people sort of generally, yeah, they they never really sort of hassled me uh, as such. No, I mean, that, some people thought I was a bit homeless, and occasionally you'd be given things randomly. You know, some of me, me friends' parents would they'd see me and then pass on some smart clothes through their fr through their through my friends, their kids, to try and make me. I've just make me look a bit better or maybe a bit warmer. Yeah, there was one time when I was sort of, I, I I've been up all night and I was, I'd, we used to sleep outside the, the shopping centre near um, near the uh, Bishops, was the shop there. We, we'd go out to Rosen Castle, we'd uh, get drunk and then we'd go, in, there's a little wood, wood woodland area, a little copse of woods and we'd light a fire and just sleep there and just carry on drinking and chatting, you know, throughout the night. And I got up early one Saturday morning, and it was summer, it was a nice night, and I'd bought a bottle of cider first thing in the morning, and a, a wasp landed on me lip while I was drinking, and I tried to blow it off of my lip, but breathed in first, I ended up inhaling the wasp into my throat, um, which... Hurt and was a bit a bit shocking, so I was instantly on me all uh, on me hands and knees trying to throw up a wasp out of my throat with the cider, um, which you know I was covered in raggedy clothes. I had a big Mohican hairdo at the time, like, and I'd obviously been you know all night next to a fire, so I was a bit black and sooty. And as I was on all fours throwing up, two elderly ladies come walking past, both Welsh, and, and instantly took pity on me and, and asked if I was all right, whereas everyone else at the time had walked right on past us. They, they helped me out, um, said I'd I showed them what had happened because I'd managed to throw up the wasp, showed them, but it had stung me um, in my throat, which was a bit unnerving, and uh, instantly, one of them instantly whipped out a, a boiled sweet, and no, no, one of them it, it whipped out a banana and said, here, eat this. 
that will take anything out of your throat and drag it down. And they made me eat the banana. And then the other one whipped a boiled sweet out of a handbag and said, suck on this, this will help soothe your throat. And after about five minutes of a quick chat and a thank you, they went off on their way and uh, I carried on sitting there drinking cider with a, a throat stung. They saw something that, that was retching on the floor and <laughs> and ignored the fact that there was a big bottle of cider next to them. And, and yeah, they, they weren't bothered by what I looked like. Is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, listening to uh, that, that music at that time changed my whole life. Made made me look at the world in a different way. Not all of the music I listened to was was cerebral or political, but you know, that stuff stuck with my mind in my mind. Um, and I've always tried to live my life in a, in a way that was sort of more thoughtful, either political or environmental, because of it. And and um, and I think that did certainly shape what I became because I, I, I did come to it quite young I was about 14, 15 when I first sort of started getting into it and it has, it has shaped my life in a way that it has I know it hasn't shaped my friends and, and, and kids I know at school I met the people that were more like me outside of school at gigs at punk rock gigs and at demonstrations and at parties so it definitely changed and it got me to where I am today, wherever that is. It was de definitely shaped by um, listening to music. I haven't treated the, uh, my kids in any different way to the way I was treated. Um, apart from maybe slap less and talk to more. But you know, I certainly have been, from yeah, from, from listening to music... And, and some of the statements in it and then talking to the people who who appreciate the same music it does sort of shape you but I was probably a little bit more Victorian than the modern in my per parenting uh, attitude um, I think it's worked alright